Gospel Message, Week 98. The topic of my message is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'm going to start out with reading um, the book of Psalm 107. Um, the entire chapter, basically, um, the entire chapter 107, basically talks about, you know, thanking God and why do we thank him. And basically, it lists the wondrous things that God himself has done and the reason why people tend to thank him. But let's start with verses 1. It says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Right there and then, that's one of the reasons why we should give thanks to God. For he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. That verse did not say anything about what God has done for you, but basically about who God himself is. You thank God because he is God. You thank him because he is good. You thank him because he's merciful. You thank him because he's amazing. You thank him because he's great. You thank him because plainly and as simple as we can put it, because he's God. Then verses 2 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south. So that basically says that not everyone, apparently not everyone can actually praise God. But he's saying that the redeemed of the Lord are the only ones that can actually thank God. Because once you're redeemed, that means you've been brought out of trouble. You've been brought out of the hands of the enemies. You are, you're a new being, which means that you have experienced the might of God. If you haven't experienced who God is, if you haven't experienced the might of God, then it's impossible for you to even praise or even give thanks, you know. So for the mere fact that verse 2 says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, which means that let them give thanks unto the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. The redeemed are the ones who he has redeemed and he has taken away from the hands of the enemy. He has gathered them out of the lands from the east, from the west. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. This is verse 4. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. And he led them forth by the right way, this is verse 7, that they might go to a city of habitation. Oh, that men will praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. A lot of times we Christians, the only time we remember to give thanks to God is when we have experienced some sort of victory, we've experienced some sort of deliverance, or we've experienced something or received something that we've been praying for and asking for. We never thank God in the middle of our trials or our tribulations. I mean, I'm not saying that not everyone, but majority of the time, we tend to forget to praise him. In the process, in the, in the middle of our trials and tribulations, we ask, we ask and we ask and we forget to actually thank him. We forget to thank him that, you know, for the trial that we're actually going through. We forget to thank him for, for, for the tribulations that we're in. We forget to thank him for the situation that we find ourselves in. Because every situation that we find ourselves in, we forget that if we call him the all-knowing God and the all-seeing God, which means that he knows what we're going through, he sees what we're going through. So if we thank him for it, the Bible says that doors will open, that he will hear our prayers, he will hear our supplications, hear our through our thanksgiving, he said, he said that he will grant us that which we're asking for. Philippians 4 verses 6 to 7 says that, 
It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Not just prayers, not just asking and seeking and seeking and asking God, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me. But rather, in the process of you asking, do not forget to thank him. Do not forget to thank God for what you're asking for. Do not forget to thank God for the situation that you find yourself in. It's easier said than done. It's difficult. But trust me, once you are able to open your mouth of thanks in the midst of your trials and your tribulations, once you're able to raise your hands up in praises, you know, while you're in trials and tribulations, once you're able to sing and shout hallelujah in the midst of your trials and tribulations, the Bible says that let your request be made known unto God and God who is merciful because he's a good God. He says it in Psalm 107 that he's a good God and he's a merciful God that he will hear the he will hear your cries and he will answer you. If you go through a few books in the book of um the if you go through a few chapters rather in the book of Psalm you will notice how sometimes when David you know is seeking the face of God for for victory or he's seeking the face of God for something he either will start out praising God in the middle of it, he will definitely ask for what he's seeking. And the most times he ends up that he ends up this he ends the psalm with thanksgiving as well. That was something that I noticed, you know, when I was going through my own, you know, situation and I had to go into the book of Psalms to like, you know, read some Psalms to just encourage myself. And I realized that there was a lot of passages where David actually, you know, thanked God. And then he went into his deep prayers and, you know, deep supplications where, you know, it's almost as if when you read and understand what David was going through, you wonder why, how can he still find time to even throw in, you know, oh, thank you, Lord, you know, God, I bless your name. I lift your name up on high because you're merciful, because you're good, because David understands that regardless of what situation he finds himself in. God knows about it. So if God knows about it, which means that God knows what is best for us, which means that regardless of the situation you find yourself in, you should always, always, at all times, bless his holy name. Because he's God. He's almighty. A perfect example will be the book of Psalm 118. And I read, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Very similar to Psalm 107, right? Psalm 118 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for his good, because his mercy endureth forever. Then if you go back to like some um, verse 5 of that Psalm 118, it says, I called upon the Lord in distress, and the Lord answered me, and he set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side, I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord taketh the path with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. Basically, what it's saying is that, you know, the Lord, I called upon the Lord and the Lord is on my side, which means that if you know that you're in your trial, you're in your tribulations and you can't even open your mouth to bless God and you know that God is on your side, God will fight this battle for you. How come, how can, how can you not even thank him? So if you go to the bank, you know, to borrow some funds or whatever the case may be, they will not give you the funds immediately. But what we tend to do is we thank people ahead of time, in advance. We thank people in advance for what they're going to do for us. So how much more the God that we serve? You know, we find ourselves in difficult situations and we find it so difficult to even give praise. 
And people might ask, how do I praise God in situations like that? The Bible said it already, St. Philippians says, just in prayers, while you're praying, while you're pouring out your supplications, while you're crying out your heart and everything that is within you, you're putting that in prayers. Always remember to just have a minute or a minute, a minute of, of sincere thanks, of sincere worship, of sincere praise to God. Another way that I I found very intriguing and very amazing when it comes to thanking God is also through helping others. It might sound like a cliche or I'm in, I'm in a situation where I can't even assist myself, but now I'm helping others. Because what you're trying to tell God is that you've put me in a situation where although I am in this situation, but you've also put me in another situation where I can be of assistance to someone, be it monetary, be it physically, you know, it's also our way of thanking God for the life that he has given us, for the breath that we have, for the fact that we have hope, regardless of the situation that we find ourselves in. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. God is good and everything that he does is good. He has created you. You are good. You are good because he created you. And for everything good that he gives you, you have to give him thanks. Thanksgiving is one thing that I have learned over the years is the key to God's heart. Sincere thanksgiving now, sincere worship, the sincere praise, all of those three the three items fall under the same thing. It's just it's just honoring and adoring and, and, and elevating this God above everything that you have. Let us always remember to give thanks to God. Psalm 118 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for his good because his mercy endureth forever. Psalm 107 says the same thing. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and his mercy endureth forever. And if you read that Psalm 107, there, I think within that Psalm 107, four times, verses 8, it says, Oh, that men will praise the Lord for his goodness. Verses 15 says, Oh, that men will praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Verses 21 says the same thing. And verses 31 says the same thing. All that men will praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works for the children of men. We praise God first for who he is. Never forget that. Fine, you praise God for what you want to receive, but always praise God for who he is. The God of all gods, the King of all kings, the I am that I am, the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley, the bright morning star, the God that created the heavens and the earth. There is none like him. There is none before him. There is none after him. He is God. He is God among all things. He is God first. Then he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else shall be added unto him. Praising God first and then seeking, seeking whatever it is that our hearts desire. But always put that praise first. Give him all the glory. Give him all the honor. Give him all the adoration. Use that time of thanks and time of praises to seek his face. And surely I believe and I know as he has promised that those doors will be opened unto us. May God bless his holy word. Amen.